welcome to the Pleasurable Success Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Rose, and business success and mindset coach, speaker, corporate dropout turned entrepreneur, and the host of the Embodied Coach Masterclass. And I am on a mission to inspire as many people as I possibly can to step into their power, recognize their unconditional worthiness, and ultimately build a life they are absolutely obsessed with. And through this podcast, I will be spreading my message along with some powerful guest speakers, and we will be talking all things business strategy, mindset, manifesting, and of course, making your success a pleasure-filled experience. So join us in making our reality exceed our wildest dreams. Welcome back to another episode. I am really, really excited to be sharing this one with you. We have the powerful Julia Samasati as our guest speaker today. And you guys, this episode was epic. Like we were talking about so much amazing things. And some of those topics include plant medicine, feminine embodiment, releasing the wild woman, and Julia just really sharing her story of being a nomadic soul and and following her intuition and trusting herself and getting outside of her comfort zone and living a really beautiful life. And I had goosebumps and a smile from ear to ear the entire time. Uh, And then even after we were done recording, Julia and I just really loved on each other. And I want to take a moment to really just stress the, the power of women empowering other women and women genuinely letting you feel safe and seen and heard and want what's best for you. And that is the energy that Julia provides. And I'm even getting emotional as I, (laughs) as I say this, because it was so beautiful to just be in her energy and to hear her story. It's inspiring as fuck. And her message, it doesn't, it goes beyond like her, her message, her words, it goes beyond that. It's, it's how she presents herself. It's what she embodies that truly just is an absolute gift. Like her presence alone is medicine. And I cannot stress how grateful I am for Julia for being on this podcast and sharing her message with you all because it's so powerful and she's such an incredible woman. And I'm more than grateful to have her be a friend in my space. And wow, (laughs) I'm totally just going on a little rant now, but it's like that, that is how beautiful this podcast episode was to record. So Julia, when you listen back to this, I just hope you know that even talking about recording this makes me emotional because you are such an incredible being. You are such a light. I'm so happy that our worlds cross and that the universe has brought us into this world together. And I'm so excited for our paths to cross in person soon. And for the listeners, please enjoy this really beautiful episode. Um, if you've been interested in plant medicine or feminine embodiment, or just 
being a, a wild woman and really embodying your true essence, Julia Samasati is your woman. Please connect with her. Be sure to follow her on Instagram. And do not be afraid to reach out to either of us in regards to this topic. We are experts in this. We've lived it. We've embodied it. It's what we are so passionate about. So do not be afraid to reach out to either of us in regards to the feminine embodiment piece. And if you're like super intrigued around plant medicine, Julia is also your girl, not me. (laughs) I do not know much about it at all, Um, but I learned a lot during this episode. So I hope that that you do as well. I love you. Thank you for listening as always. And I really hope you enjoy this episode. Julia, my sweet, dear love. Oh my God. I'm so freaking stoked for this podcast today. Oh my goodness. Hi. (laughs) I'm so, so excited to be here and to share this time with you. And I just know there's going to be a lot of magic coming up for us. Yeah, I could not agree with you more. So um, let's start off the podcast with you introducing yourself and who you are. What do you do? What's your sign? (laughs) (laughs) No. Give us all the details about who Julia is. Absolutely, yeah. So I'm Julia, also known as Julia Samasati. And what I do is I am a coach. I coach a lot on feminine embodiment and sometimes feminine business as well. And I'm also a healer. So I work a lot with ancestral healing techniques. I've studied shamanism and I work with plant medicines as well. And my sign is Gemini. I'm a Pisces moon and a, a Virgo rising. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh my gosh. I love it. And how long have you been in the space of being a healer, mentor, coach, and um, yeah, that shamanistic woman of yours? Yeah. So it's, it's a bit of a mixture. So with the shamanism and working with plant medicine, that has been about three years now that I've been working with that. And A lot of the studies that I've done to gain all of this knowledge and this practice has been living in in South America. Currently, I'm in Colombia. I did a lot of my immersion in this world, in being in the Andes, where there's a lot of indigenous culture. So that was where I got started with that. Coaching, I've been in the coaching game about a year and a half. So that's relatively new for me, but it's been more than enough time. It feels like it's been five years. Totally. Yeah. That's the same for me. I'm like, I've been doing it for a year and a half and I'm like, oh my God, it's a whole lifetime. And it's been a decade. (laughs) (laughs) So true. So plant medicine in that world is so new for me. I actually, um, when I was in the shower, I was listening to, do you know, uh, blue her podcast, Deja blue? No, no, I haven't heard of it. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to introduce you to her. Cause she is, she just went on this like retreat and she did, um, DMT, ayahuasca and peyote. Ooh. And she had this like incredible healing experience. And I thought it was like, so synchronistic that I was, that her podcast episode came out today. And I was like, wow. oh, I'm going to talk to Julie about this. I'm so excited. <laughs> so it's so new for me. And I feel like I'm such a, like, such a noob when it comes to the powers of plant medicine. So I would love if you could share one, like how you even got led to that space of being a healer and utilizing the powers of plant medicine. And 
yeah, what, what have been some of your experiences with it? Mm, yeah, so I got started in a really uncanny way, maybe. I think most people don't start out this way. I, I kind of say I tripped and fell into the plant medicine world because it definitely wasn't intentional, at least on the conscious level. So the beautiful thing about plant medicines, and this is kind of what the indigenous people teach when they talk about plant medicines, is that they call you, right? So very rarely do you want to go seeking these plant medicines. Very often, like you said, you've mentioned, you've kind of seen it popping up and you've been experiencing some synchronicities with the medicines. And that, that's normally how it goes. And this is what we would call the call, is when you start noticing it becoming a more prominent theme in your life for some reason you just hear about it more you hear about more people um, experiencing it you may happen to to stumble upon some articles or whatever it may be but it just becomes more of a thing in yeah. your life and so that's kind of when you know that huh may maybe it's time for me to do a bit more research maybe it's time for me to to look into potentially um, experiencing one of these medicines and um, you know, when I came into this world, once again, I didn't know that I was being called. I was completely unaware, but the sequence of events, now that I look back at it, was super, super obvious that that was where I was going. So it's really funny. I had just gotten to Columbia. This was back in 2018. And there was a boy. And this boy yeah, was boy, really cute. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> we all saw that one coming. There was a boy. And so there was this guy who I was really, really into. And um, he invited me to this retreat that I had no idea what, what I was getting into whatsoever. He was like, you know, I have these really cool friends, um, a few yogis, a few people who make music and this like spiritual uh, medicine music. And so he invited me to go out there. So I went, had no idea what I was getting myself into. My Spanish was pretty horrible at the time and I was like okay let's do it it's all like I'll do anything if it's for this guy like I'll do anything if it means I can be closer to this guy oh I love that <laughs> so just being straight up that was what happened so I showed up like took a bus to this random place in the middle of nowhere my Spanish is horrible I have no idea what I'm getting myself into and I end up finding the place and it's this like really beautiful retreat center in the middle of the most dense like jungle forest mountains beautiful clear rivers and it was absolutely incredible but I knew nobody there and I was still at, at this point in my life I was I say like a cold-hearted bitch but not in the sense that I was like mean to people but in the sense that I didn't really feel much like I was very closed off to love and I was closed off to expression like genuine authentic expression from my heart had no idea what that was at the time I was also still pretty stuck in the matrix like the I thought you know traveling was adventurous cool it opens your mind but still felt really limited still felt like you know what's the point of you know of living life when there's so much suffering so I was kind of at a dark point at my life and I showed up to this place. It was absolutely beautiful, but I didn't know anybody there. And being in the mental state that I was, I really wasn't open to communicating with people either. I was really insecure, mm -hmm. especially not speaking the language. So I got there and I was actually kind of uncomfortable because I, I just didn't know how to 
join the circle, how to be a part of the community. And so I actually struggled a lot the first day that I was there. I think it was three or four days in total. And the first day I was really struggling. And on top of that, to add icing on the cake, the guy that I went for was with his ex and he was like spending so much time with her. And I was just like, oh, Oh, no! (laughs) why am I here? What am I doing here? What is going on? I just want to so. say before, excuse me, before you go even further, it's so funny that you say that because I look at you and I know obviously, you know, Instagram only gives you a piece oh, of yeah. picture, but when I see your stories and I see what you share, it's like you are so connected with your community now. And I just, I love to hear that you know, you, you've bridged that gap because Mm. that's a gap that I'm working on bridging. Mm. And I find so much activation and inspiration from you and and you just Mm. having like, I know we we said this on clubhouse, but having the lady balls to like, go and do that (laughs) and like stay and find your community. And I just think it's absolutely beautiful. So I just wanted to say that before you move forward. (laughs) Wow. Thank you so much. And that that means a lot, especially right now, because you know my situation. My Instagram is randomly been snatched out of the internet vortex. And yes. so- <laughs> yeah, let's actually make that a point. I'll say it again at the end, but ladies, I'm going to have Julia's new Instagram in the show notes. Please, please support her and follow her. Like Instagram randomly just fucking took her Instagram that had so much value, so much power, so much magic. So yeah, we'll talk about steps that they can take, take to help get that reactivated at the end. Does that sound good? Oh my God. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You're so welcome. But okay, back, back to the story. <laughs> I'm like, I want to know more. <laughs> so I am at this retreat. Day one was pretty tough, but the awesome thing is at the nighttime, everybody got together and um, once again, I had no idea what was in store. I just knew, okay, we're all getting together at night under this little, um, gazebo type thing. And we're sitting in a circle and people start playing music. People are talking and it's nice. Cause we're like in this, in this circle. I, I that was the first time that I really understood the power of, of sitting in a circle with people because all of the energy is focused into the center. And for some reason you just gain this rhythm where one person starts talking and When they stop, another person picks up and it happens to be exactly what needed to be said. And so I was starting to kind of tune into the magic of what was going on there. And it felt really nice. And people started singing. I was at the time still very, very shy. So I didn't really participate. But just observing, it was really interesting. That's probably the word that I would use at the time is that it was interesting to see what was going on. And so eventually they bring out the the medicines, the first medicines, which I had no idea were even going to be shared during this time. I knew nothing about what was going to go on. And I definitely knew there were, definitely didn't know there were going to be any plant medicines. And so the first thing that gets passed around is this little jar. You can imagine like a mason jar filled with a green powder. It looks like matcha powder, essentially. And I noticed everybody passing this around along with a little, um, the first thing that comes to mind is like those little cups that you use to to take pee samples when you go to the the doctor those little containers and this is filled with like some weird looking black tar and it smells super strong super dank like black tar and I'm like okay interesting (laughs) what is happening what's going on right now I don't know this is intriguing and so people take the, the green powder and they take a little wooden spoon and then they're putting it in between 
their cheek and their gum. And it's just going and sitting in that little pocket. And then after that, they're taking the little black tar and putting that under their tongue and they're just letting it sit there. And then they pass it around and pass it around. And I'm like, huh, interesting. And so by the time it gets to me, the woman beside me, who is now like my, my spiritual mother, her name's Mamacha, this beautiful Colombian woman. And she kind of guided me through the process. And she's like, look, this green powder is called mambe. And it is made out of coca leaves. And it's just the, a toasted coca leaf powder. Mm. And what this is, it's like the feminine element. So a lot of plant medicines have either a feminine energy or a masculine energy. And so the beautiful thing about this, these particular medicines is that they're this pair. So the tar is actually, uh, it's called ambil, and it's this tobacco um, paste, and it's tobacco mixed with different spices. And it's, it's re- like dank is the only word <laughs> I can think of, because it doesn't taste pretty, but it's incredible. And this is the masculine element. So the two of these together, the feminine medicine, the, the, the mambe, it opens your heart to speak from the heart. And these medicines are normally passed around in circle in indigenous communities. When there's some specific topic to be discussed, if there's an issue in the community, if there's conflict as well, everybody comes together and they pass around these medicines and the, the tobacco paste allows you to have more fluidity in your words, more clarity with what you're saying. And then the coca leaf powder helps you open your heart so that everything you're saying actually comes from your heart. And it was really interesting noticing how the energy of people's words shifted in the circle. You could really tell that people were, people were just sharing this wisdom that was so clearly channeled. Like it it clearly wasn't just them speaking. You could, it it was just words that were so nourishing words that everybody needed to hear, but nobody knew they needed to hear. And I feel like everybody resonated with the messages being said. It was like this synergy that I had never experienced before. So this is a medicine that is lower on the arc. There's an arc of plant medicines. And at the bottom of the arc are the medicines that are a lot softer, easier to handle, have less of a a strong physical reaction on the body. Mm -hmm. And Mambe and Ambil are two of these medicines. So that gets passed around. I'm like, cool, this is interesting. Still not really sure what is going on. Like it hasn't hit me that this is plant medicine and this is what's happening. And and I'm connecting to spirit. Had no idea that was what was going on. Yeah. That's kind of beautiful that like you were so just open to the possibility of it and without having this like expectation of like, Mm -hmm. Oh, what's going to happen? And what can I expect? And what, you know, trying to like map out this sacred experience, you know, which you really can't. So that's beautiful that that was your first real experience with, with plant medicine. Well, I love that you point that out because a lot of, I think a lot of people do go into plant medicine, like I said, with it being premeditated. And so there's often an expectation. And when you hear a lot of people talk about negative plant medicine experiences, it's oftentimes because they had an expectation and then they were either let down or it went way differently from what they expected. So then they don't feel as satisfied. So it's, it's super interesting and important, relevant that you bring that up as well. So the next medicine comes around and this one was a little bit more nerve wracking because I see people having a bit more of a physical reaction to it. So 
um, a beautiful brother of mine who's now actually a mentor of mine. His name is Juan Pablo, and he is incredible. He does work that really inspires me because he's Colombian and American, and he is kind of this perfect bridge between this ancestral medicine world and the modern Western world. He brings a lot of foreigners to Colombia. He works with a lot of foreigners and Colombians, and he he shares the medicine with them, and it's really beautiful. So he comes around and he, he goes to pers- person to person and he has this long straw looking thing, like a wooden straw. And he walks around each person and he, he sticks the straw into their nose and blows something up their nose. And then they start coughing and some of them start crying a bit because it seems pretty strong. And I'm like, okay, what the heck? All right, this one, looks, this one seems a little bit... What is going on? At this point, I'm having a mini panic attack because I'm like, I think I'm, you you mentioned I'm open. I'm kind of open to a fault sometimes where I'm just like, I'm down. I don't even care. I'm down. This looks terrifying, but let's do it. And that's exactly where I was at that moment. Like, okay, this seems really intense, but let's do it. You know, I'm not going to miss out on this. So he eventually gets to me and I finally get explained what it is. So What he's doing essentially is he's blowing a snuff, and this is a tobacco snuff mixed with other spices called rapé or japé. And this is a snuff that comes from the Amazons in Brazil. It's really, really popular with indigenous tribes in Brazil. And this is also a masculine medicine. And that's why it's a little bit more tough as well. It's not as easy to swallow, quote unquote. So he he explains to me, this this is a medicine that brings you a lot of mental clarity. It opens you up to really connect with spirit and kind of drop the ego immediately without it being some crazy like ego death thing. It's just, it brings you a lot of clarity. It decalcifies your pineal gland, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. So that was what he explained to me. And he was like, this is just, this is pure love. This is, this is what this medicine is. So I'm like, okay, great. And just the person that he is, it's the ultimate masculine man. Like you meet this guy and you just feel like you could melt because you feel so safe and secure with him. So mm-hmm. that really helped me feel comfortable to be like, okay, this, this feels like something that could be good for me right now. So he goes ahead and brings up the soplador, which is the wooden looking straw that he uses to, um, to blow the medicine into your nose. And he does it, the two, two puffs. And, um, it's, it's really powerful. The sensation itself is super powerful, but also the, like the physical sensation is powerful, but also what goes on spiritually in your emotional body and your energetic body. It's a sensation that I had never experienced before. And I, I remember him blowing it up my nose. And the first thing that I felt was warmth. And then that warmth moved into this tingly sensation And then something really strange happened where all of the sounds that were happening around me, because we're in the middle of nature and there are are animals and there there are toads and there there are insects and you can hear the river because you were really close to the river. For some reason, at that point, I felt connection to every single thing that was around me. I felt, and when I say connection, I mean, I felt like if there were animals around me, I could, I could feel the soul of those animals. I could put my, my, my soul in the soul of the, in, in the bodies of those animals and, and imagine what they were experiencing. I could connect to the trees and feel 
the the energy and the life in the trees I could feel the energy and the life and the stars and the air and everything around me and and I always say that in that moment it was the first moment that I experienced real love I experienced that connection that feeling a part of something feeling a part of a whole and understanding that it was all one and in that moment as well I felt all of the people around me I could feel the heart and the love in every single body of all of the people around me, these people who are complete strangers to me, I felt such deep and immense love and I broke down and I cried and I cried and I cried and I was crying for like 30 minutes. And it was just the most profound experience I had ever had in my life up until that point. And it's funny because once again, these are one of, this is one of the medicines that is lower on the arc. So you don't expect people to say they had these huge profound experiences but everybody connects to certain medicines more than they do others and for me rape has always been one of those medicines where it allows me to just have this deep deep understanding you know when people say one thing is understanding something mentally and another is understanding it in your entire being this medicine allows me to understand love unconditional love in my entire being every single time and it's such a beautiful such a beautiful experience so that that is it that was that was my first experience with the medicines and ever since then I was like okay well like I can't just go back to my normal life and not feel this ever again how am I going to go back to normal life and just and just go back to being a robot it's impossible and so that was kind of how I got started on this path of of understanding more really sitting with indigenous people sitting with more Colombian people um, going to more retreats going to more um, centers where they administer medicine and and learning more about it because after that experience I was like what how can I not do this yeah I have like when you were talking about that connection and love and just feeling that oneness, I was getting chills just all over my body because it's, it's not something I could even fully imagine because I have yet to really experience that. Um, but the, a couple of days ago, I went to this beautiful woman's circle and it was a, it was a little retreat and we, um, had cacao and cacao is a, I'm imagining a very, one of those low, low scale, um, but really beautiful um, plant medicines. And it was my first experience having more of a, like a ritualized ceremony mm. with cacao. And we sat in a circle and like you said, like feeling the energy, mm-hmm. um, you, I mean, it's, it's indescribable. Like we, at some point we were all holding hands after we had connected with cacao and like, you could feel like the, the vibration of go like flowing through that circle. And it was like you said, like one of the most profound experiences that I've yet had. And there were so many other things that we did. Like we, we danced and had this really powerful feminine embodiment. And there was, it was like the only, the only time that I've ever been in a room full of women who all of us were just in our own energy. There's no comparison, no judging, no competing. And that was so new for me. And it was such a powerful and just like, my heart was so open to what these women had to share. And so I feel like I had a taste, a taste of what that experience was like for you. And it's all like, now it's all just like even more divine and synchronistic that we're talking about this. Cause after that experience, I was like, I'm ready to take that further. 
Wow. I love that. And like, congratulations, because I know that experience is like deeply healing, deeply healing. I can't even imagine how it's been the days after like integrating that and then wanting more of it as well and and figuring out, oh, where is this going to go? How am I going to get more of this? That in itself is such a beautiful adventure. And that's part of the medicine journey as well, which is so exciting. (laughs) It's so, it's so interesting because this has been probably a, um, been something on my mind for about a year. And, um, I can tell you, like, I'm not like you in that sense of like, I overthink and overanalyze anything, especially when it comes to like an alter state of being, I would say, um, just because I, I've just, I, I think I've kind of mentioned this to you, but I have epilepsy. Mm-hmm. And so there's just more things that I personally have to be cautious of and things that have been, you know, passed down like fear from doctors and my family and all that, that is like this really heavy layer of like, you know, oh, like, could this cause a seizure? Could I die from this? And I'm just so, I'm not there yet. And I know that, you know, it's like, I feel like there's part of this, like knowingness of like, I'm, I feel open to that possibility and open to trying yet, but I don't know, what would your outlook be on for someone like me, who's like getting those nudges and trying to follow those clues, but there's still this block of like, girl, hold up, overthink this and analyze the fuck out of this right now and talk yourself out of it. Like, what would you say to literally me? Hello, beautiful. I hope you're enjoying this episode so far. We talk a lot about success here on this podcast and specifically pleasurable success, of course, (laughs) and all of the different variations of that, whether it be in business, in life, mindset, health, relationships, and another form of pleasurable success is pleasure itself. Or should I say pleasure in yourself? (laughs) I have partnered with the gorgeous Asti Marie and her company, Pleasure Treasures. Pleasure Treasures' mission is to provide top quality and very conscious pleasure toys and promote guilt-free orgasms, all while making women feel welcome through celebrating a diversity of race, body shapes, and sizes. And one of my favorite parts, each treasure comes with its very own audio practice guide, masturbation meditation, or video demonstration so that you can really squeeze the most out of your order. Because let's face it, the key to actually benefiting from your own sacred sex toy is to know how to use it. And luckily, with Pleasure Treasure, you will be equipped with all of the motivation, all of the support, and all of the education to show you how. And they even come in like super cute and discreet packaging so you can ship it to your family's house and no one would ever even know. (laughs) To learn more, you can go to pleasuretreasuresbyasti.com and use the discount code Sarah to get 10% off your order. Again, pleasuretreasuresbyasti.com and use the discount code Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, so that you can get 10% off of your own pleasure treasure. Or you can always just click the link in the show notes that I provided for you and join the Pleasure Queen Part A. <laughs> All right, goddess, I'll let you get back to the episode. I hope you enjoy. Yeah, so what I would say in your situation, because you do have a, a serious health condition, and that is 100% valid and something to take into consideration. And the nice thing is 
that a lot of these medicines, like cacao, for example, like you've already had a medicine experience, right? And cacao is a really potent medicine that I think most people don't realize like this is actually, this is a medicine and it's on the art. This is, it, this is a medicine with a spirit that allows you to connect to a different level of, of knowingness, a different level of being. And there are plenty of other medicines as well that you can begin with that don't necessarily alter your state and will not have the most harsh or most intense, let's say intense is a better word, physical impact on you. And um, um, you, you won't experience such an altered state either mentally. Um, that will also allow you to, first of all, get into the habit of this, this ritualistic practice that you mentioned that you enjoyed a lot with cacao. And these are things that you can, you can relatively find, uh, you can find relatively easily. Um, so for example, rape, this is a medicine that is like, it's, it's probably the equivalent of hmm, like the equivalent of a um, what are those called nettle pots like when you you put the thing in your nose oh, and it like yes. clears yeah. clears you out right mm -hmm. it's it's the equivalent of that at, when we're talking about like the the physical toll that it takes on your body sure it's it's a bit uncomfortable to have something go up your nose but yeah. you're not going to be blasted into any other dimension you're mentally you're still going to be completely where you are physically you're going to be fine this is literally like a like a, a a nasal cleansing powder and then it also decalcifies your your pineal gland but I, I i believe this is something that is relatively safe and relatively um what is the word uh soft like soft yeah. compared to compared to other medicines right so these are things that I think it, it would be easier for you to kind of ease into the medicine world if that was something that you wanted to do. And if not, I think this is also really important. Like you don't have to force it because the medicine, like you are, like it's, it's been established from what I see, it's been established that eventually you're going to come to this point where you connect to these medicines and you have these like huge, deep healing, connecting to different levels of spiritual understanding moments for sure they're coming and everything that you're going through right now is getting you prepared for that moment. So the point that you're at right now is perfect. It's, it's exactly where you need to be. And it's just a matter of time until you feel ready. And I definitely don't recommend pushing it. If you don't feel ready either, that is super, super important. If you don't feel ready, you don't feel ready and it's not your time. Like you will know, you will feel that, that full body yes that we talk about in coaching and yeah. in every other world. Like you will feel that. You'll feel a full body yes and it'll be like making a big investment. Like, oh, I'm a little bit nervous because I don't know how this is going to go, but I know this is what needs to happen. And you will get to that point when the time is right and you'll meet people who will, who will be able to help you understand a little bit more with your health condition, how to navigate things as well. So I would say, don't worry about any of it and just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing exactly what needs to happen. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that was like so reassuring for me because I didn't know if it was like coming from this place of like ego mm. or if I was like genuinely just like you said, where I'm supposed to be right now, which I am. And we all always are. And so it's so beautiful to hear that from you and to receive that reminder. Thank you. <laughs>
Of course. And I'm so excited for you. It's, it's such a beautiful path. And I, I just knowing you and having connected with you, there are a lot of women that I meet in this online space and I'm like, oh my God, this woman is so fucking incredible. And I'm just like the minute that she has her first like major plant medicine experience, she's going to fucking change the world in 12 seconds. Like it's just, she's just going to blast off to other, like if she can be this amazing right now, the way she is like, imagine how incredible things will be when she finally gets to connect with with plant medicine and that's how I see you as well I just know that like things are gonna blast off and you're on the medicine path right now so it's happening these quantum leaps are happening for you right now as well super exciting uh, I adore it I adore it and I'm, I'm super honored to be in this space with you right now I am too I'm like smile like my cheeks are hurting right now I'm <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you for those beautiful words and yeah I agree I absolutely agree. I think the beauty, and again, I'm a total noob, so like, please give your outlook on this, but I think the beauty with plant medicine is it allows you to access those different levels of higher consciousness. And Mm -hmm. it really does like break down the ego and take that out of it, which without having that, that resource, like it can be so challenging and I think it's just a beautiful way for you to like, like you said, connect with source, connect with the divine in a way that you're not like overthinking it. Right. Mm. You're you're just in the experience of that divine love of the unconditional worthiness. So I think Mm. it's an incredible resource and yeah, I'm, I'm excited that I'm on the path. (laughs) Absolutely. And I love that you, you mentioned you, you call it a resource, which it absolutely is. And I think people hear the phrase plant medicine and they kind of think, oh yeah, they're just saying plant medicine to cover up the fact that it's a psychedelic or the, to cover up the fact that it's a, a drug or whatever it is. But these are honestly medicines. Like they, they're here for, for deep healing and, and indigenous people, for example, will take the smallest problems that they have and they will come to these medicines because they know that it's an accelerator for healing. That's what it is more than anything. So especially me being a black woman, there are deep deep levels of trauma that I I would struggle I would have struggled so much and I did struggle so much to work through them just by verbal therapy or just by working with somebody who can only see the surface level because that's also where I was coming from was the surface level because I didn't even know I wasn't even aware of, of what was there really really deep under the surface so the the beautiful thing with plant medicines is you go in with an intention and you get that intention met every single time and so much more. And it's at this rate that you could not even imagine happening if you were just doing, you know, um, normal talk therapy or normal verbal therapy or, or whatever other modality you may be using that is more mental Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes even embodiment practices I love embodiment practices because they allow you to integrate a lot of the things that you understand so when you pair this is why I love embodiment as well as when you pair um, um, an experience with plant medicine or this profound healing or, or deep understanding or releasing a lot of trauma experience and then you move into the embodiment practices where you've already you've already had a moment where you you've realized what the real truth is. The embodiment practices allow you to integrate that truth because plant medicine is not a a one-stop shop to fix your, to fix all your problems. It's 
an experience that's very profound and it allows you to have this visceral healing um, moment, which is super important. And then after that, the integration is like 80% of the, the plant medicine experience. So being a coach and being in this space and already knowing the modalities, working with feminine embodiment like you do is super important because by the time the plant medicine comes around, like you'll, you'll be ready. You'll know exactly how to handle it because it's not just, I'm going to do um, an ayahuasca ceremony and then I'll be healed. It's, I'm going to do an ayahuasca ceremony, receive all of this information and then go back to my normal life and make sure that I keep up with it and actually integrate it. So an actual change happens. Yeah. Oh, I'm having this whole conversation girl. I'm <laughs> chills. I swear to God, because it's so aligned with what I had just experienced. Uh, yeah. With, with that women's circle after the, the heart opening with the cacao, we, we moved into a meditation and then visualization and then the, the embodiment practice. And that was the integration. And just to share, um, because I'm feeling open to sharing this intention, but with cacao, I set the intention to, to be the woman that I always have been longing to be. Mm because I have been doing this work, this deep healing work, this, the shadow work, the all, all of it for so long. And like, when I say so long, I shouldn't, it, it has not been a long time. I mean, since like the pandemic started, so it's not been long <laughs> whatsoever, but to me, it's been a lot of work and yes, it does. Like, you know, there's, there was uh, times before the pandemic hit where I was doing this, like when I quit my corporate job and when I quit smoking cigarettes and all this stuff. Um, but like the deep inner work has started since then. And um, I had yet to be in an experience with other people to be able to be this new version of myself. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. So it was like so profound that I was like, wow, okay. Like I'm literally surrounded by all of these powerful women. And a part of me is like, oh, like be small, like just be quiet. Like don't, don't be fully expressed. But then with the, the intention I set with cacao, I was like, be that woman, like be her. She, you are her like show up, you know? And, um, it was so beautiful because when we moved into the embodiment practice, Julia, I had never danced and moved <laughs> and fully expressed who I wanted to express in my entire fucking life. Like it was beautiful. And like, there was, um, I totally got lost, you know, but you know, that experience where you just get lost yes. and you're like, I don't even know what I was doing, how I was moving or what wow. my surroundings were, but like, it was beautiful. So uh, I love the integration. Like you said, is so, so important. And, um, and as I left, I was like, I'm going to bring that version of me into my everyday life. Like that doesn't just have to be in a, you know, ritual. Like this can be my, my life is the ritual. Like I can bring that divine feminine goddess version of me out anytime I want. And it was just beautiful to like fully, fully be in that experience. And yeah, I just thought I would share that. <laughs> Wow, that is so beautiful. I hear that in my heart, like starts beating faster because when I think of like my whole thing is like unleashing the wild woman. And when I when I hear that experience, that is what it is. Like that is that is why I'm so obsessed with this world of not just plant medicines, but feminine embodiment, feminine healing, because that moment that you experienced is so precious yeah. for a woman. It's so precious. And 
And you're so lucky to have experienced that so early on in life. And, and like you mentioned, you know, like I haven't been doing shadow work for that long, but it feels like ages. And it's like, absolutely time moves differently when you do shadow, like time moves differently, differently when you're in this, this path dedicated to becoming the true you because it's not even self-development it's not even self-improvement it's you reconnecting to who you are my brand is remembrance Remembrance. yes Yes. (laughs) absolutely I was literally just about to say um, my whole brand is Julia Samasati and Samasati is the the last word that the Buddha said allegedly and this word means remember remember that everything is perfect remember who you are remember remember your essence remember how connected you are to everything and so you saying that is like yeah oh my god it's so funny because when you first introduced yourself as Julia let me say it right Samasati beautiful beautiful okay cool um, I was going to ask you, I was like, I've been wondering what that means too. And like, I didn't even have to ask. I just got my answer. So you just know. got it. You knew, you knew. <laughs> oh, I love that. So yeah, I would love for you to explain to the listeners more about um, activating that wild woman. Mm. What is like, I've obviously heard you talk about, it. I, I feel you embody it. Um, Want to tell us more a bit, a bit more about that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, So first thing I will say, because this is the first thing that comes up, is that I recommend to every single woman on this planet to read Women Who Run With the Wolves. This book is, yes, 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 please, for, for me and for every other woman on the planet, read this book. It is like what I, what I call the, the Bible for women in, in the sense that not only is it a book that, that explains to you the true essence of woman because obviously women grow up and our biggest wound is that we are not given the space in this world we're not born into a world to have the space to be who we are and women are the most profound creatures on this planet Mm -hmm. women have the power to embody and connect with all of the emotions that are going on in in the collective consciousness our bodies are literal vessels meant to transmute, transcend, alchemize emotions, which are energy and motion, and create with them. We, are, we have these wombs that are literally taking energy. Of course, the sperm is involved. And of course, you know, physically, biologically, there's a lot going on, but we are receiving the spirit of another human in our womb. That is fucking insane. That is energy being received into your into your body and alchemized into a being into a a soul into a person who else do you know who can do that (laughs) (laughs) literally like I I always like to say like if ever I'm questioning like my power I always say like I am life giving like literally life giving so it's such like a beautiful reminder for all of you listeners if you're ever feeling in the state of like doubt or unworthiness or questioning your power like remember you are life-giving it's it's as simple as that (laughs) you're full-on expression and so much more so I'll, I'll let you continue Oh my God. Yes. That, that is exactly it, Sarah. We are full, we are full expression. We are it. So when you think of 
Mother Earth, right? So a lot of people talk about, you know, Mama Gaia, Mother Earth. It can sometimes sound a little bit hippy-dippy, but Earth is this, this feminine consciousness. And she has this feminine consciousness. Everything around everything has a consciousness. The couch that I'm sitting on right now has consciousness. And Mother Earth has this feminine consciousness and she creates and she creates. And if you look at all of the creations that have come from Mother Earth, they they are it's this vast this vast and wild variety of creation we've got volcanoes we've got fruit we've got we've got animals that look super exotic and insane and all of that is a reflection of what woman is that all of that is a reflection of what woman has the potential to be and I think the majority of women right now are working at like a two percent of what their potential is Honestly, honestly, I feel like the majority of women right now are working at the tiniest fraction of what they could be, what they could be experiencing and living. And the thing that's so magical about women, and this is where the whole wild woman idea comes through, is we have the ability to, to experience extreme levels of pleasure, ecstasy, and, and orgasmicness. And I know you understand a lot about this, and this is what you work with as well, is as soon as a woman taps into her ability to fully connect with her body, because that's what it is, that's why only 2%, or that's why 2% women are working at this 2% is because we're so disconnected from our bodies. We don't live in a society that tells us it's safe to express. I was watching this real from this incredible woman and she was like oh like are you sad that you can't connect to your pleasure well think back to all of the times that women try to express themselves and they've been called witches like you try to put uh you know you try to put this like you give somebody a tea because their stomach feels bad you get called a witch you you're having an orgasm with your partner and it sounds kind of weird you get called a witch you you're dancing and and you're listening to a song that feels really good and you're moving your body in all of these beautiful ways you get called a witch and you get burned at the stake and that witch wound is actually super super real it's super real absolutely And what is witchiness? Witchiness is just expressing yourself fully and creatively and being a channel for whatever creation wants to come through. And you can't receive that, that, that creation. You can't receive those messages. You can't be a channel if you're disconnected from your body. And when you're disconnected from your body, you're disconnected from spirit. And that's why embodiment is so important because what it is, is once again, remembering samasati, reconnecting to your body, remembering what your true essence is. We don't have to learn how to do anything women are the the lesson women are the knowledge women are the wisdom whatever comes through you is is perfection and that's exactly what the world needs right now is that feminine creation so that that's what the wild woman is it's just connecting to your essence and creating whatever the hell you want creating whatever the hell comes through yes you are creation itself (laughs) and um, when you were bringing up the the witch thing about how Um, especially like the pleasure piece connected to the witch Mm -hmm. thing. I want to read something that I was sent in the DMs by a beautiful soul. Um, And it's a little bit long, but it's worth it. (laughs) Absolutely. Let's do it. Amazing. So we women, when we're searching for a meaning to our lives or for the path of knowledge, always identify with one of four classic archetypes. 
the virgin, and I'm not speaking here of a sexual virgin, is the one who's searching springs for her complete independence and in everything she learns in the fruit of her ability to face challenges alone. The martyr finds her way to self-knowledge through pain, suffering, and surrender. The saint who finds her true reason for living in unconditional love and in her ability to give without asking and asking anything in return. And finally, the witch justifies existence by going in search of complete and limitless pleasure. <laughs> and this is um, in a book called wow. Brita and the Witch of Portobello by Paolo Coelho. I'm probably saying that wrong. But um, it's a book on my, mm. yeah, it's some, I have to get the book. But when she sent that to me, I was just like, I'm a fucking witch. <laughs> 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 because it's, it's just so true. And, yeah. and then, like, the power, the power of pleasure. And I like to, like when you're in that state of orgasm and really connecting with your body, I like to say that you're entering into this pure pleasure paradigm right? And this pure pleasure paradigm is where there is no limits. You can call in whatever you want. You can create whatever you want. You can be whatever you want without limitations, without ego, without restrictions. It's just like be, do, and have whatever it is that you want in that moment. And that's what really brought me into this enlightenment of how powerful a woman really is. And um, I, I, for so long, was disconnected from my body and it's still like, it's still a process, you know, it's not like you just wake up one morning and you're fully connected and you're fully embodied. It's like, no, this is a process and it takes a lot of healing, a lot of shadow work and a lot of practice. Would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. This, this pleasure portal that you're talking about is, it's not something that you easily access at all. And this is why I say this all of the time, like, women who are on this path are some of the bravest fucking women I have ever met because the shit that you have to deal with, the shit that you have to face, the, the shadows that you have to look at, because the only way to reach that pleasure is by looking at the exact opposite, looking at whatever repressed emotions or traumas have been keeping you blocked off and keeping you closed off from this pleasure. So you have to be brave enough to say, all right, I'm going to sit down right now and I'm going to feel all of the things that I've been avoiding feeling for however many years that I've been on this planet, plus the generations and generations of women before me who have also been so repressed and also have been so afraid to face what I'm about to face right now in this moment. And I'm going to fucking do it. And I know there's some incredible stuff on the other side and I'm going to trust and I'm going to surrender. And that is huge. How many people can say that they're doing that now that that's yeah that that's it that's it it is it's so it and I like that you brought up the um the ancestral part of it too because um and this is something that I've talked with multiple of my podcast guests because it's like that that relevant and that important is like you're not just healing for you you're healing this generational trauma you're healing this lineage of like suppression and um oppression and just like all, all of the things that come with that have led up to where you are right now. Like it's not been fairies and rainbows and sunshines for your ancestors, you know, and um, it's, a, it's a big responsibility and it's also a huge honor. So 
yeah, I think it's really important that we we honor our ancestors. And we we did a dance for our ancestors when we were at, at the women's retreat. Like we did a dance for them when we expressed the things that they couldn't express and they didn't have the knowledge or ability or resources to express. And oh, it was just beautiful. It was beautiful to connect and to like continue that healing. And yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I imagine that well, I don't imagine I know for a fact being in spaces like this just open up your potency as a coach so I'm super excited for for your clients and all of the people who are going to find your page because once you learn to be like you said it's that magic of being seen in your true essence like one thing is being alone and doing the inner work but showing up as your real you in front of other people that is magic and, and you anchor yourself into a reality where like you said you show up as your true you in every space. And once you do that as a coach, as a leader, as a mentor, you open up so many windows for, for your, your clients and the people that you work with because they get to realize, oh, wow, it, it really is safe and it's realistic to show up as myself because here's Sarah fucking doing it. If she can do it, I can definitely do it. And she's here to see me be me while she is being herself. How freaking dope, how, how potent that's medicine itself. That's your medicine. Yeah. Oh my God. This is beautiful. <laughs> I don't want this to I end. Love this. I love this. Almost at our one hour mark. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and I just looked at the time and I was like, what? How? It goes back so fast. I swear. Time is such an illusion. <laughs> yes. um, what I would love to do is ask you one last question. All right. I ask every single podcast guest this question mm -hmm. and it's just to allow the listeners to integrate what they're learning and make their success pleasurable. So if there was one thing that you could tell the audience around success and making their success a pleasurable experience, what would you say? Yeah, so I would say be very, very gentle with yourself. Be gentle with yourself, even when you think about the word pleasure, because I know how triggering it can be. It was super triggering for me to, and overwhelming to think of this world of like extreme pleasure and orgasmic bliss and all of these things that just sound, first of all, really woo-woo, but they also just sound like like what's wrong with me that I can't experience this? What's wrong with me that I'm not already experiencing this? Right, I, I know so many women can relate to this. So like what I would say is, is be gentle with yourself as you do whatever inner work you do to, to allow yourself to open up to more pleasure. I don't have a recommendation for opening up to more pleasure, but I will recommend, you know, the state of mind, the state of being that you should carry as you go through this process is, one of patience, of non-judgment, uh, and of being really gentle with yourself. I think that's super, super important. And once you can anchor yourself in that state of being, the success will come super easy because, because you won't judge any of what's happening to you. You'll just meet yourself with love. And, and that's it. That's the point. Yes. So that, that's what I would recommend. That's beautiful. Thank you. Be gentle with yourself. This is, this is an easy work. And um, as soon as you do meet yourself with that gentle, loving compassion, like you're already experiencing more pleasure. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, so 
First, I want to say that um, Julia's new account for her new Instagram is in the show notes. But again, we are working hard to try to get her new Instagram back up and running. Is that still a thing, Julia? Because I reported it. I did my thing. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you so much. Um, yeah, so we're still we're still in the works right now. I've got some friends who are connecting with Instagram. Luckily, they're, they're connected to Instagram and, and Instagram engineers. So hopefully we'll see what happens. I've noticed a little strange thing where a few other online creators have recently gotten their accounts um, deleted in the past few days. So I don't, I don't know what's going on. I have no idea what to expect, but I can say from now until we figure out if I get my account back or not, I will be posting on the account that you post in the show notes. And then um, from there, if we connect there, then you'll, you'll obviously find a way to my original account if that does get restored. Beautiful. And is there any, anything proactive that they can do to support you in getting that back? Um, I, I would say the, the most proactive thing you can do is, is tune in. If you resonate with my, my message, tune into my page, um, look at the content that's there. If it resonates, then just stick around. That's it. <laughs> and I know they're going to, because you are, you're so powerful and you are so safe. I wanted to say that earlier when we were talking about plant medicine, I was like, I feel like I need someone I feel safe around to do it with, mm. like to be around while I'm experiencing it. And like, you have that. So, so thank you. And I know this is not um, the end for us. And I would love to one day connect in person and uh, I'll fly down to Columbia and, and say hi. <laughs> oh my God. Oh yeah. That's, so that's another thing. If you are interested in, in plant medicine and, and any type of um, ancestral healing, there are a lot of retreats that are going to be coming up. So connecting with me through Instagram is another great way to stay connected about that information as well, if that's something you're interested in. And yes, Sarah, you're one of those women who I'm like, I'm going to meet Sarah in like the middle of the jungle somewhere. We're going to do some super witchy shit and it's going to be incredible. Like I know that for sure. I love it. I'm I'm so glad we're planting that seed because it's done. It's done. Beautiful. Well, thank you again, Julia. I appreciate you being here and sharing your magic. Um, listeners, you. I love you. Thank you for listening. And again, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow Julia, support the podcast, and we are sending you so much love and have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Pleasurable Success Podcast. If you vibed with me and this episode, please be sure to share it with someone who you know will benefit from it and take a little screenshot, post it on IG and be sure to tag me at Sarah Rose underscore D. That way I can say what's up and slide in your DMs. And of course, be sure to subscribe so you can get notified on when the next episode drops and that you're not missing out. Get out there, illuminate this world with your magic and remember how worthy you are of having it all.